You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Go Plug Yourself 199, and that means there's only one more episode, which is the episode you're about to listen to until we hit episode 200, and what's happening for episode 200 if you listen to episode 198, or you've been on Facebook, you know that episode 200 is going to be a live podcasting spectacular that we're doing at Turbo House, February 5th at 8pm. We're going to have live comedy from Ines and I, uh, Chris Vendito, Lawrence Corber. We're going to have live music from uh, Sweetheart Grips. And it is going to be kind of Walter's last official show on Go Plug Yourself. We're killing it. We're ending it with a bang. At least Walter's run. There's going to be an episode 201 and maybe Walter's even going to be co-hosting it. But officially, it ends on episode 200 at Turbo House, February 5th. That's a Wednesday, 8 p.m. Be there. We have live comedy, interviews, and music. What more could you ask for? Uh, and obviously a big thanks to uh, Sergio De Silva, who um, runs Turbo House and is also our guest on episode 199. See how that all works out? It ties together, you know. Uh, enjoy the show. Hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Thanks. I wish I was at home. Not you know. <laughs> uh, Walter, I'm sorry I didn't get to catch you. You're having Joaquin Phoenix enrages everybody with his calling out of Hollywood. You watch the speech and it's like, you guys don't need to be on jet. And it's like, and it wasn't even like a crazy speech. It wasn't even. A, you hear all these things. You read these headlines. Yeah. Hey, I'm back. Hey, it's Walter. On the podcast. Walter's that I coming and going. From. As we, yeah, not yet. Well, I did. No, but that hap- you retire at 200. What? You're in semi, you're in, you're in work. I'm getting to, phased out. You're in work to rule mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Working to rule. Well, there's been like spotty on the Training a replacement. Yeah, exactly. I'm the replacement. Oh. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 tried, you, like, you, did, you did the double with. I'm going to, I, after 200, I'm going to start hosting this well. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like after 200, I'm going to like have a new segment at the end of the show where I like critique the other person. So. Here's what I think. Just like give them notes. Walter's so notes. You do this? Or no, I you, Walter. You're like because you're replace. You're you'd be giving notes to the Walter replacement. Oh, but that it, from the, so the notes are based on the, the the episode previous. Yeah. But then I gotta listen to the episodes. Yeah. Out. I'm out. Damn it. This is why. That's why you can't keep doing it. What's that? <laughs> That's why you can't keep doing it. You know. They're all lost. Yeah, I'm, I'm stepping can't, down for a reason. You know? Can't stand listening it's to it. Not just because of the sex scandal. <laughs> Which one was that? Your sex pest. <laughs> sex pest. <laughs> sex pest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, glad to have you back. I was, it just kind of worked out that uh, you jumped in on this one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a little. Let it not be said that I've never done something nice for you, Keith. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> doing an episode for this podcast is not something nice well, for Well, you're me. just doing it on your own now? Or you just have different hosts every now and then? There's. Uh, Why am I, I strongly here? encouraged him to wrap it up when I when I when, and I, I, was when like, I felt like I was done. I was like, no, look, I don't want to do this anymore. Down. The whole thing, you should probably shut it all down. And I was like, shut no, it down. Let's keep it going. No, so there's a uh, all the the three comedians that are actually going to be performing at 200 are okay. now like a stable of co-hosts oh. who can kind of jump on. And you just sort of steer the ship. I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And then I and I have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just made a visual. <laughs> I don't know why I you could have made a visual joke on a podcast. You, 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 you can I add a kumsi kumsa. Kumsi kumsa. Kumsi kumsa. You could have just gone. Eh. Eh. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. So yeah, we're we're gonna keep the show rolling post two hundred. Fair enough. Uh, with those three, uh, Ines, uh, Corber, and Vendito. That's the three rotating hosts. That's the three. Yeah, and then you go to, and then whoever the hell else you can find in a pinch. If yeah, you exactly. If, if all three of them can't make it, we'll probably switch over Somebody to like else. Sarah and Scott. Oh, okay. Sarah's Sarah's done it. Sarah's done it. Sarah's jumped on. Sarah's great. Um, our guest at this time. Doing all right. Sergio DeSoto. Beers are $4 here. What's that? Yeah. Is that a real thing? Yeah. It's a Monday through Wednesday. It's beautiful. It's been like yeah. that for years. This for, is why we record the podcast here, Sergio. That's it. You're like, hey, why don't you record the podcast at Turbo House all the time? Because your beers aren't $4. It's an inflation-proof price. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's been, I'm like, it's literally been $4 since I've been here at college. And I'm Come like, on, wait like, a it's second. It's got to be like, what, like 20 years maybe? Yeah, like minim- minimum 20 years and counting that the, the, the early bird afternoon-ish special... So the Sanka set. Yeah, but it's vaguer than that. No, it's all day and night. Yeah. Oh, it's all this day. is $4 into the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Okay. But it's only one kind of beer. Oh. And it's Monday to Wednesday. Fair yeah. enough. You get the, on the Pilsner, and that's it. But whatever. So that's for the Pilsner. There you go. Perfect. Delicious. So last time Sergio was here, we were in a place uh, that burned down. Yeah. We were in a place that burned down. Yeah, we recorded. Well, we talk, and, and your place... Was that a different location? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, so many things have changed. Everything is different. <laughs> so you were in you were in Turbo House two. Yeah. Uh, and since then, was it can it, can that even be considered Turbo House two? I consider it Turbo House two. Is it Turbo House two? I guess it is. Some people consider it Turbo House three, but those people are crazy. What would, how, what would Turbo House one? That's what have I was been. starting to think. But like, how would it be three? What's the rationale for it being three? Because we used to be in a different rehearsal space. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought it was. There was like two rehearsal spaces in the shithole uh, apartment building behind the Bell Center. There. Yeah. There was the tiny one, and then there was the actual one. Yes. Right. So yeah, but did you call? Did you ever call the first one Turbo House? Yes. Oh, okay. It's always been Turbo. Yeah, it's always been Turbo House. Okay. Well, we only did like. Three shows there, and they were only trigger effect shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's so. how you run a venue. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if we weren't playing, nobody else can play. Yeah. To be fair, I've worked out, and look at you now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ran a venue, only booked myself. And now I have a bar. On and, how, and how long Touch were you them. at, what, well, I guess, since you say Three. Turbo House 2, how long were you at Turbo House 2 for at uh, on top Above of the there? Uh, I want to say, no, we were there two years. Two years. And now you are on uh, beautiful Saint-Denis. Yeah. Well, beautiful. <laughs> you're on... <laughs> We're on Saint-Denis. Functional Saint-Denis. <laughs> yes. you're, on, you're on the street that many... You can uh, drive on it. In that area where many people are thinking that it's like businesses are being drive, driven out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, you going to be saying, downer for? No. He's in a good spot. Your area is like bustling. There's shit around. You're, no, I'm saying like, you know, like there's like that section's like further north where there's actually... Oh, no, the whole like, street's fucked it up. Yeah. But like that area, because you're like between kind of like Demazenov and Sherbrooke. I'm between those two metros, like Sherbrooke and Barry, which yeah, really helps. Yeah, it's still like it's that. Very conveniently located. Yes. That's, that's a still happening Turbo section. House, conveniently located. There's the yeah. video game bar across the street. There's two. There's two. Yeah. Directly and across the street. Yes. Turbo sure. House is also a video game bar if you want to play. If you want to play video, video games. Dr. Mario. <laughs> Only Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to beat me at Dr. Mario before you get to play. You guys. And like, okay, I'll say this. I don't. I don't. I have a two-year-old uh, yep. now at home. I do like a lot of comedy gigs and shit. I'm not getting out to uh, a lot of live music shows and stuff in general. That said, I still hear about the things that are like that are happening at uh, Turbo House, and I'm consistently impressed 
by the booking, by the band bookings. Mm-hmm. You guys got some really great acts coming through there. You had okay, what's okay? Help me out here. Get, help my, my shitty brain work. Uh-huh, uh, Sergio is an encyclopedia for no, you. No, 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 no. But I want to. <laughs> I want to talk about one of the acts you guys had on. Um, they do that song, Corbin Dallas. Whoa. Uh, I vaguely know what you're thinking about. Uh, something. And they're they're a Montreal punk band. What are the oh, shit? This is great. Yeah, I'm having dead air. Good, good radio. Uh, <laughs> no, I just I'm. I know I know what you're talking about. I'm just. Did you also have beaches at Turbos? No, no. Whoops. No. Oh, forget that. We had uh, <laughs> my favorite one. My favorite act of the last year was uh, the Armed. Was the the Armed? The Armed. Yeah. There's like this really fucked up. Um, I want to say hardcore, but it's closer to like. Uh, you know, convergy kind of hardcore. Lay Shirley. Oh, Lay Shirley's. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We've had them a couple times. They're coming back in April. There you go. Go plug Lay Shirley, April. Turbo With uh, Gorilla Poubelle from France. I think they're from France. Is it Lay Shirley or Les Shirley? I don't know. They're, I don't know. Lay Shirley. I see. So, and, and now, and like, is it how many people are booking the place? Is it all you? Or it's like? me 99% of the time. And then Michelle, my business partner, will pull in uh, gigs every now and again. Right. Uh, I mean, that was the problem with today. Like I had, when you have more than one person booking, it's always an issue. Always ends up being an issue. Exactly, yeah. Because you get the, yeah. What about sure. a Google calendar? That doesn't matter. <laughs> That's what I tell you. Like you can't, a Google calendar is not your brain, right? So you yeah. still have to write down the things that you've agreed to tell somebody else on a different platform. Yeah. But how is that process? Because just like, because like, you know, just fucking booking comedians for a show is like a pain in the ass. And I feel it's like somehow infinitely less complicated than dealing with fucking bands and shit. It's worse because like you, of course, I mean, each yeah. band like has five degenerates in it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're down, but we haven't seen the drummer in a few days. That's what? It. That's it. And, and that's literally what it is. Yeah, I'd be down, but let me talk to Daryl and like yeah, yeah, yeah. he might be in God knows where. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's uh, he's out of town. It's rehab. unpleasant. Cool. And like Montreal is like a very special place uh, when it comes to like not giving a fuck about uh, anything. Tell me about it. You're like it's cool until you're trying to get something done, and then you're oh like, yeah, no, now it's not cool. I need fucking real just answers. say yes, just say yes, yeah, yeah. and then just be there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, dude, it's uh, fine. I'll be there at like 9 o'clock. It's like, the show starts at 8. And they're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, for the most part, like 80% of people are super cool and easy yeah. to work with. It's just always that 20% that's like. But anyway, I'm just saying, always consistently impressed by the bookings. Yeah, I'm happy with it. Seems like you got good people coming in there. You get, you get, called, you get shouted out a lot on, on Shom, which is cool because that's like. There's like I don't know if you guys are like sending your, sending your shit, but like not just Jason, but like other people, like uh, like there's other like the other guys, especially like the on the on the weekends, like Old the guys. Hal. What's that? Hal. Hal and like there's a couple of people that like that sing your praises a lot. They're like check it, like looking for something to do tonight. Check out Turbo House. Bow bow bow. And I was like, whoa, this free publicity, bro. Yeah. Boom. Like, I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> uh, no, it's been it's been good. How good was New Year's Eve? Eve? Good time. Yeah, I, I mean, love. I love that it was. What is it? The fuck it. Everything's five dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that starts after the show ends, and the show was uh, the brains. Oh yeah, which are very popular. Um, in that sort of rockabilly, psychabilly crowd, and um, it's pretty intense. These people can be pretty intense. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, 
And how did the five and, and how did the five dollars section go? That's fine. Most yeah. people are like, whatever, five bucks. I can yeah. live with that. Yeah. And then, uh, but like I was speaking to some people who live above me because there's six apartments okay. above Turbos. Wow. We rent out two of them to sort of like avoid noise complaints, so nobody lives there. And we Seriously? Just, yeah, we just rent them out. Like, what do you do with that space? We like we'll put them on Airbnb sometimes. Sometimes we'll do put whatever. The bands up there. We'll put the bands up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have off. Like sometimes we'll just like I'll sleep there for three days. That's like, I'm just not going home. <laughs> I'm just gonna be there. Yeah, I mean, if you're sort of like oh, I could go home or I'm upstairs. just gonna go to sleep and I'll come back. And you just walk upstairs. Especially when we were building the place, it was just sort of like I have to be back here. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's four a.m. I have to be back here. Eight to let in some so like two floors of buffer right. above Durbo House. That's exactly it. Well, they're they're beside each other, so there's one floor. So one full floor of buffer. Exactly. Yeah. And so like you know the last thing we need is somebody being like, oh, it's noisy. Even though I'm on Saint Denis in the Cactid Spectac, I don't want there to be any spectacles. So nonsense. Has and has and like have you avoided those kind of issues for the most part? For the most part. Good. Good. We've had some issues with the hotel next door. But we've fixed that within the first like two weeks of being open. Otherwise, uh, how did you fix it? Were you just like we told them to leave us alone? Yeah. And Get out of like, here! And they were like, "Fair, fair enough." How did you find this spot to begin with? We were actually looking at a place across the street. Oh yeah, uh, Passport. Okay. Uh, it's like a it used to be like a golf bar. Okay. And we were looking at that and like had we're like literally a day away from signing a lease into this spot until I like looked across the street one time I was a, as I was going to meet the landlord uh, saw that the place was for rent I was like fuck it I'm gonna see what this place looks like before I you know sign yeah, over yeah. the next 10 years of my around. life to this guy I check it out it's huge but like fucked to death like people had started doing demo but stopped yeah, and all the, the weird the places the early pictures look like a, make it look like a squat yeah that's like, exactly yeah, yeah, what it yeah. looked like, like it didn't look like something was ever a no. business there no uh, and my brothers I have, I have four brothers uh, two of them are contractors and they were looking at the other space and they looked at the new space that I had found they are like forget that spot that you're looking at before it's going to cost a million dollars literally that's like a literal number it's like yeah. it's going to cost you a million dollars to fix million that place dollars. it's going to cost you one million dollars to fix that place just go to this one where it'll cost you significantly less than that eight hundred thousand dollars <laughs> no it's like at the end of the day it cost us i don't know like a like a hundred grand to yeah. like do the whole thing top to bottom buy all the booze buy all the chairs everything 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 that seems reasonable that's good bones it's got good bones yeah like if you look in the like in the basement of the place like they don't have like uh these kind of beams they just have like actual trees oh, Jesus. <laughs> just big old logs that are like holding the whole place up it's very old uh, do stuff down there. Rent that out to LARPers. We could. <laughs> we could. We have an extra thousand square feet down there. Yeah, exactly. That we're not doing weird anything. basement LARP. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, so this whole basement, you know, like in the, well, there's like basement comedy shows. Basement comedy. <laughs> don't don't tell me twice, bro. Uh, Walter Walter stops. Keeps trying to stop himself from producing shows, but then just produces more and more shows. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have, this, I have, I have like a sickness, like. I have like a day job and stuff. I have like a nine to five. Think you can do and a show in the old court, brother? I'll do a show in the As soon as I have like any kind of downtime at work, I just start thinking about like where I could produce another comedy show or something. <laughs> and it's like, and I keep telling myself to stop doing this, and it's like, but it, I, I can't stop. Yeah, yeah. You, the stress volumes of you like in producer mode is extra. 
Yeah, but the shows have been getting better. Yeah, but that's it. But then it takes. But it only takes one bad one for you to take it real hard in the nuts. Like that's the. Well, not really. Well, I don't know. Hard in the nuts? What financially? No, just like emotionally. Oh well, you know. Like I mean, I don't think you're. Yeah, you don't. Like, I'm just saying. Like watching you get like amped up about a show that's not doing well is like I don't think always good for your health. No, no, no. But they're getting better. <laughs> sure, but that's a there's big more. Like there, there's. But you're learning they're, to they're pick the ones that are going to do better. 2019, I think, had, like, you know, it definitely felt like it was getting to a point where there was, like, more successful shows than unsuccessful shows, yeah, which was nice, which was nice. It felt like, you know, 10 years of comedy and, like, uh, several years of producing and I'm finally batting yeah, a little more than 50. Yeah, but there was, like, the spring 50, section like, where you were, like, Yeah, the first few months of last year was not great, but then, like, summer, summer into the fall was good. But I guess, and so now you guys are booking, like, crazy amounts, too, right? Now, now you're... Yeah, we're up to about 20 shows a month. And then, I I mean, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, I would be doing eight shows a month. Every Friday, Saturday, and that's it. And then we'd operate as a bar the other five days of the week. When do these other shows happen, like, mostly? Uh, we, have, uh, we have a weekly on Wednesday, which is sort of like a jam hip-hop, hip-hop thing, uh, which is a lot of fun. Like that's, it's, not, it's not weekly on our Wednesday. Or does it come or does it start after us? It starts after you. Oh, yeah. after us. Got to get off the stage for a hip-hop show. Yeah, get out of there. Or, yeah. they'll, or they'll pay. Or they'll politely ask you what you're doing there. Or just, they could, you could stay, I'm sure, if you, wanted <laughs> yeah. to, if you wanted to stick around for a hip-hop show. And like, it's a lot of fun. Another yeah. good reason to keep the show tighter this time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then we have Thursdays. We have just regular. Thir- every, every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, there's a thing. Yeah. Uh, so do you then, not want to book things just because it's too much of a pain in the ass, or is it it's just a pain like in the ass? But also, like, it's so hard to find good bands for every gig that you're doing. Yeah, it becomes like, and then without repeating them too many times. Too, well, that's right? it. And then people are like, "I'm not going to watch this band. I saw them yesterday at uh, Casa, and like the other week at fucking the yeah, Ritz. exactly. And it's it. like, there's only so many good bands in the city. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll throw somebody on and you'll, you'll be surprised. You'll be like, oh, I'll definitely book you again. But a lot of the time, it's also like, meh. <laughs> no. That's crazy. But, yeah. I mean, but that, it's, it seems like such a hard time. Like, I mean, like, just, I mean, like, what, Walter, how many, there's, like, what, 10 good comedians in the city? I was going to make a joke. I mean, like, as opposed to comedians, where there's an infinite supply of just <laughs> amazing, like, comics that could do an hour of time each. Oh Jesus! <laughs> no, but that's it. But like, it's well. The fucked up part is like, in terms of like bankable comics that you can like sell a show on just off their fucking name in Montreal. There's maybe th- three, four. Three, four. Three, four. Like if you count Sammy. What's that? <laughs> so if you count Sammy, yeah, and yeah. he's never here. Like. Yeah, like Joey, Derek. All, all, I was like, I'm like, why am I not saying the names? Like Joey, Derek, uh, Ward-ish. Mike Ward. If you can book him and. And he's like more he's more French than English. Yeah. Mike Patterson. Patterson. I'm trying to think, and then it drops off. It really does. This is like yeah. Yeah, like, this, yeah, this is what I realized at the Wheel Club. Like Yeah, exactly. What you're trying to book Quebec's favorite talents. I mean, I guess that's where you're at a real disadvantage because like I can have a francophone band play and nobody yeah, exactly, would, exactly. nobody would blink an eye, but like if you throw like a random Franco 
in an English gig. Oh, no, like, fuck that. You're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, yeah. Be, you, know, you remember the Wheel Club, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been, like, I started doing shows again. There. I used to do shows there once in a while years ago, and then I started up again this past June. Because you hate yourself. Because I hate myself. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> hey, remember that spot I used to book shows at? I'm going to go back there. But they, they, they started doing well, though. I know. This they, time you, they did way better. You sold them out. Than they used to do. Bowser and Blue, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming up. God, Wait, you booked that? Dude, I booked fucking <laughs> Bowser and Blue. <laughs> that fucking rips. Now I got now I got, him, I got him on the hook for two more gigs this year. Oh like, I got him on the gig. I got him on the hook for a February gig and a March gig. Like, All the wheel club. Uh, no, one at the Wheel Club and one at a thing that's not announced yet, so I don't okay. want to talk about that right now. But like, but yeah, they're chill. They're super chill to work with. But like, and it's like, did you see these? Like, how old are you? I'm 33. 36. 36. So when you were a kid and shit, would you oh, see yeah. like footage and shit like a Bowser? Yeah, movie? they were already massive. very old. They were yeah, they were yeah. already hey, they were old. already old, but they were massive. They like, were, we they were, were kids, oh yeah, huge. They were especially huge. with like Anglo Montrealers and shit. Oh yeah, they yeah. lose their fucking minds for that. And it's like, <laughs> and here we are in 2020. And they're older, and like they're There's still. But these guys, they're still working. They're still getting gigs and shit. They're and basically like, the Eagles of Montreal musical comedy. It, I got like two hundred people in the fucking wheel club, <laughs> dude. Yeah, two hundred people <laughs> at the fucking wheel club. It was insanity. That's spicy, dude. It was insanity. And you turned I, people away. I, uh, almost. And there was a cer- there was like a point where I was like. I can't believe this happened. Like, I can't believe I booked Bowser and Blue <laughs> for a fucking thing. Little child, like, child version of Walter's, like... Like, it barely felt like I was, like, like, like doing, like, comedy event producing anymore. It just felt like I was, like, now I'm just, like, booking people now. Like, I'm not even, like, putting on straight-up, like, straight stand-up comedy shows anymore. It's just, like... You should be like, put it on games. Why am I doing this? And I'm, like, how did this happen? Like, how did this, like, what led to this? Start like, managing Bowser and Blue. Ooh, yeah. You know... <laughs> but they must be semi-retired, I guess. They just do it for shit. I, I don't know, man. They're taking they're, they're taking gigs. I saw. Oh. I read the art- article. They're still writing and stuff. Like they, yeah. there's there's new material, new and material like they, yeah. updated material, and like yeah. Well, just thinking about kids being on cell phones. Or like, no, but they're they're tight, man. They're still they're like a good act. Like they <laughs> they brought like all kinds of. They were super fucking pro. They brought like like. Gear and like several <laughs> instruments. No, 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 no. Like I just felt like, like the difference they, of they, comedy to music. They're so pro. They brought gear. Comedians are just like, when do I go on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are my drink tickets? They yeah, play yeah. like, but they play. They fucking play different instruments and shit. Like it was, like, it was like a whole fucking show. And stuff. Well, when you're like, getting like, that long, it just becomes like, like nothing. I was yeah. impressed. I was, I was uh, very impressed. I remember doing a tour with this band, No Means No, in Europe, and they've been a band since the seventies, easily. Whoa. And they, this? this band, No Means No. Okay. And they were all, I mean, when this was maybe 10 years ago, so they must have been in their mid-60s. And just like the most ripping punk band you've ever seen. But they'd show up 10 minutes before the sound check, not even. But they would just be like, no, this is, this is it. This is fine. Done before you can... Plug in and get the levels. Done. Yeah, we're good. Let's yeah. go. And then they destroy it for an hour and a half. Yeah. And I was like, what did I just watch? <laughs> and you just watched somebody who's been playing music live yeah. for, you know, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Well, I always remember, like, uh, watching, um, am I drawing a blank on, his, blank on his name? The dude who drew the, like, like does Batman comics, Joker comics, like, the long, like, stretch out. Uh, oh, my God. Bill Sienkiewicz. Okay. There we go. Bill Sienkiewicz, like, famous comic book artist, whatever. And, like, he does these, like, beautiful, like, ink things. And he's like, sometimes he sells them 
whatever. And people were like, why are you selling this for like $500? It only took you 15 minutes. He's like, no, it took me 15 minutes and 50 years of being an artist, man. Like, he's like, this doesn't, you can't do what I just did because there's a whole process oh, yeah. into it. You're not paying for me for 15 minutes. You're paying for me 15 minutes and art school and 50 years of experience. Like, he's an older dude. He's like in his like 60s or 70s yeah, or course. whatever. And it's the same thing. He's like, yeah, so what I do in 15 minutes... You're you not, can never do. You're not paying for 15 minutes of effort. There's a whole thing. Mike Patterson has gone on this rant about uh, about like paying for like how people get paid for comedy and shit. Because like people try to like cheap out on comics and be like, yeah, I only want you to do like 15 minutes though. So that's like, uh, I mean, like, what are we talking about here? You know? And it's like, it's like, 15 yeah, but minutes it's not really work. like just like you're not paying me for the <laughs> fucking 15 minutes I'm on stage though. It's like I'm getting there. I'm doing this much my whole fucking night. You know, like all the time of jokes set, for finding like, the jokes, getting the jokes better, like all that. Like, yeah, but yeah, that's it. So these guys were like, yeah, you're not a band that might take, need to take like a, a huge, like long sound check, take times, get whatever else like that. Like, you saved all that element because they know what yeah. they need to be at. And be like, oh, where's No Means No? They'll be here. They used to have they would, uh, their tour manager had. Where this are they from? <laughs> They're from Vancouver. Okay. And their tour manager had a book, and on it, it was written the, the Book of Lies. Uh-huh. And we're like, what's that? And it's like, oh, it's all our uh, load-in times. <laughs> it's like what? It's like yeah, this is when they want us there, and we just show up whenever we want. That's hilarious. Like, Wait, what was the book? Is load-in times? Yeah. Why did he keep this? It was the, because he was their tour manager, so he had to know where they had to be and when they had to be there. But okay. they're never so going to be there. They're going to be there 10 them. minutes early. That's it. And then he'd be like, so this is when the promoters want us there, but like, it's just the book of lies. Like, this doesn't mean anything. It's <laughs> <That's> like <laughs> a pointless book. We're going to show up 10 minutes before. Like, <laughs> we're just going to show up. <laughs> and then we're going to do whatever we want. And like, nobody's going to get mad at them because like, you know, the place would sell out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like in Europe, especially, they were huge. And it was just like, like, just deal with it. Yeah, deal with it. But you won't be disappointed. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, I wish I had my whatever I paid these guys back because they went. They because at the end of the day, you done. care about your ticket sales and your beer sales and whatever, and that's it. And yeah. So and you don't care if they, they showed up two hours early for a long sound check or not. I like, mean, for I wouldn't care if No Means No did it. But if, yeah, like, some <laughs> shit bands. Well, no, like, but, but, but that's it. But you need to put, like, if you're doing that. You need to like put up, right? Like, like oh, yeah. Like you need to like not sound like shit and fucking kill. Like and that's like. And then and they would do that consistently, but like bands will show up all the time. It's like, do I have to sound check? It's like, do you want to sound terrible? And they'll be like, no. Well, then take the fucking twenty minutes to do it. Yeah. We're doing a sound check for our show, Walter, because we have musical guests. Whoa, Sean! He doesn't know anything. <laughs> but like Sean was like, when sound check? I was like, oh right, sound checks, because you're a band. <laughs> Because Sean is another pro. I'm gonna let you. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm gonna let you take care of that one, Keith. So, Dad, uh, don't worry. I'll, I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's like sound checks for bands. You just let me know what time to be there, and uh, you can show up literally anytime. Oh, dude, this music in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even need to be there at the start of the show. If you just like showed up in the middle, being like, you know, hey, I think in babe, ten babe. years of doing this podcast, I've at least, for the most part, been punctual. Ish. For the most part, I I could say for the most part, not like Sergio today. So oh, oh, oh very late. So, what prompted the move? Was it uh, you just wanted to get in back more closer to a metro? Scenery's far. Yeah, being on top. Close for me though, I like. Yeah, well, for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't consult you with my decision. Very upsetting <laughs> that you Turbo House move. Uh, <laughs> and then being on top of like a high end wine bar. There's like weird we, mingling on the sidewalk and cigarette breaks. Yeah, we <laughs> thought at first it was gonna be like, oh, this is fun because like we all owned 
the entire thing together. Yeah. And they're like, this is going to be cool. Like, you'll have this weird mix of, like, all these people. And it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, like, fucking crust like, punks don't want to go down and sample the wine list. It's oh, not. no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Why thought? was it not cool, Sergio? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, crust punks don't want to go downstairs and sample wine. <laughs> but the bands loved it. So yeah. you bring in a band, and they're like, oh. I thought for a second you said the babes loved it. And no, the babes. The like, bands the babes and the babes. But the babes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the babes. When you get really into this industry, it. it's for the babes. The babes, dude. <laughs> well, you'll bring a guy down and be like, oh, you've been on tour for four weeks. Have a nice meal and a glass of wine. But here's like, here's a glass of wine. You like oysters? Here's some fucking oysters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Instead of like, you know. Velcro. Yeah, or McDonald's or <laughs> yeah, yeah. like whatever bullshit that you're normal eating. So for that, it was a lot of fun. But like, you know, somebody from Fatal walking by there and be like, Ginger Fire! And then like, getting fights and this whole thing. And it just became like, <laughs> a bit, it became a bit much. And so they ruined they, your plants. They ruined our plants. They would have sex in our neighbor's yards. Oh, cool. But like, somehow they blamed us. It's like, I didn't make these two crust punks fuck in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I didn't just, do that. Wait, what's the plants? What are the plants? Were so, the planters outside? So the planters outside. They put cigarettes in there. Oh, I definitely they did that a couple times. Pee in them. I don't think like, I ever peed in one, but I definitely... Man. Don't say that. Sergio's going to... Like, the most angry I think I see Sergio on, on social media is about your plants. Because there's plants at the new venue, and you're still like... You're like, don't steal them. them. Someone stole them. <laughs> they stole a whole thing. Like, a whole row of fucking plants. Someone's kind of fucked up. Stole the plants. And it's like... Ugh. We ta- Sarah and I were talking about that, where she was like... Sarah never had, like, a super dumb, like, late teen, early 20. It's really important to have one of those. I, I know. It's, <laughs> and, and that's why. I'm still having mine. No, but, but she's all like, she's like, oh, so, like, what? You guys just, like, picked up, like, a trash bin and, like, threw it at a car? And you're like, yeah. And she's like, you're, like, I can't believe you did that. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, I wouldn't do that now. I'm like, you, you grew up out of it. Like, and she was like, she didn't understand that that was, like, a thing. And I think that you're allowed that's to not have. a thing for everybody. You're allowed to have it as long as you grow out of it. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I fully support like, that. Like, just, you just stop doing that when you're in your 30s, man. Like, that's oh. not okay. Also, it's okay if you sustain it and it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, like, you, like, Walter's, Walter's joking about his own, like, degeneracy. <laughs> but I'm like, but you, you're never, like, abjectly destructive, you know? Like, to other people's property? Like... Walter's giving me the look of, like, maybe he has been. I mean, not recently. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Now that you've become a dad, you've, like, toned it down a little bit. Like, you stopped wrecking. Other. I mean, now that your baby's one. Two. You just two, said two. bro. He's a turn- no, two but I'm trying, I'm, saying, I'm trying to say when you stopped. Was it 2019 that you stopped breaking things? Oh, oh I mean, you know. Baby like got said, one. Like I said, I, haven't, I, haven't, I, I can't recall the last. Oh, actually, you know what? As we're talking <laughs> about this, I literally last week tried to throw like a hard piece of like ice and snow through one of those like neon, like, uh, like a neon sign on the cheek. But like I had a good reason. I had a good reason to do it. Okay. I had a good reason to do it. And off mic, I'll tell you which sign. <laughs> I'll tell you what sign it was, and you'll understand. But like no, that was a, that was a special. It's like as we're talking, I'm like, no, I haven't done that kind of shit. Oh no, it was like last week, yeah. last Tuesday actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit. But but, I yeah. I, well, but I'll say this: I didn't throw it hard enough to break the thing. Fair enough. But okay, I mean, so that's more of a failure on your part. It was actually. <laughs> it was really sad. It just went bonk, and I thought, I'm like, how would I, like how weak am I? Like, yeah, but you have a kid now. Would you rather them have like a, a mohawk, eyebrow piercing, and lip piercing at 16? Or at like thirty six. Exactly. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, just yeah. fucking get it over with. But Call then you hit yeah. whatever you want. Do fuck up your the face. The other thing I will say also, if you're going to go out on the destructive path, we're going to take the Walter route where you're like acting out against something and not the like whoever was stealing Turbo House's plants where you're probably screwing with a venue that like yeah. you support. Oh, nobody cares about that shit. Like that's <laughs> like one of the biggest... But that's the worst part. Like, oh, but that's one of the biggest myths that, like, what is? But like, they don't take care of their own or whatever. Like, yeah, no, they don't care. Yeah, they don't care. Nobody gives a shit. It's just a place, and when it shuts oh, oh. down, they'll find another place. Sounds, sounds like someone's been doing this for oh, a while. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> well, yeah, but like when you were like, I remember at, at the old venue, you were like, "Hey, don't wreck my bathrooms. You need bathrooms." <laughs> you, know, like, you know, you're like, they'll break that shit. Yeah, exactly. I remember, like, just like, like I feel the the worst example for that was always like Hatters. They would like redo the bathrooms, and then they would be obliterated yeah. in a second. And I'm like, whoa, who? Like, and you see, like, the 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 bowl is like knocked off the moorings, or whatever. Yeah. I'm, like, someone like. Kick this like really yeah. hard, as though they would never need to take a shit <laughs> ever again. <laughs> like, there's you know? no like I'm like, don't destroy the thing that gets rid of the bodily waste. No, no I'm gonna kick it. Yeah, of course. What is like, wrong? Yeah, I'm gonna fuck shit up. Yeah, like, exactly. Nobody cares. I'm nobody like, listen, listen. Go, go to like the Saint Elizabeth Hotel or whatever, or Queen Elizabeth Hotel. Mess up their bathrooms if you want to act act out. We had a buddy when I was in Cjep. We had a buddy one night. And he got so fucked up, and it was somewhere here on Bishop or something. And it was at one, and like, and I wasn't with him on for this one, but like, it was at one of like the fucking Irish pubs. So it was like McKibbins or something. Like, this is like a very kind of hazy story. <laughs> okay. But he got so fucked up that he just started kind of like wandering around, like, you know, and like a couple of these places have like a few <laughs> floors, right? And he ends up finding like this like kind of office space or like a room that's for like the fucking manager of the place or, like, the manager owner or whatever who's got a fucking, like, office is this, set are, are you talking about yourself in the third person? This is not me. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this is not me. And he finds this place and proceeds to just, like, piss all over this guy's <laughs> office. Just, like, pisses all over the guy's office. And, like, and, and a, a third party, yeah, give me another one. A third party, a mutual friend, finds him doing this. Or finds him, right? And he's like, dude, we gotta get the fuck out of here. What did you just do? And he's like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I gotta stay. I wanna see his face. <laughs> That's objectively funny. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna see him. I wanna see him when he sees it. And then, sure enough, the guy shows up not too long afterwards, and I think like started to physically <laughs> choke the guy. Like, and he had to get like, he, like, uh, like had to get like separated. I'm like, yo, this is. What I you mean, get. you get what you deserve, but, uh, but you, the, the, you know, the follies of youth is the point here. Yeah, the I mean, follies of youth. And you can't even be mad. You can't be that mad. Like, one of the things that happened at Turbo's too. I, I'm not going to say who, but like, uh, <laughs> a famous Montreal <laughs> musician, like label guy. He was like Turbo, like there was Loic on the bottom floor, Turbo on the top floor, but yeah. like in between, there was the staircase. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the like a vestibule to, area. Exactly. Yeah. And Loic used to keep their plates there. Keep the what? Plates. Okay. So some place that they wouldn't use oh, and God, they had to go I, pick okay. up some. I see where this is going right away. But and yeah. so, like, the, the sound tech from upstairs goes into the vestibule and he sees this guy just taking plates and then putting him down his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Smearing his dick and balls all oh over God. all these things. We don't even know how many he had done. Why? <laughs> he was fucking fucked. I was like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I don't. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you oh my God. It's like, you have to go. We have to watch all these plates. He was like, why? Why? 
why? And I was like, okay. But like, all I had to say, like, you know, yeah, people just don't give a shit. Shit happens. They don't fucking care. But and, it's fine. It's and it's fine. like, and you know, I feel like, it's not that, not to say that you're inviting this, but like, the kind of venue it is, the 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 clientele, the the bands oh, yeah. you put on, and it's kind of hard to be like, well, we gotta fucking like monitor this shit. We gotta like, we can't let this shit happen. You kind of just have to like take it as it like kind of comes a little to an extent, right? Oh yeah, like, absolutely. There's no, there's only so much you do. like. I hate moshing. I hate it. You hate what? Moshing. Oh yeah. When people mosh. <laughs> yeah. It drives me up the fucking wall. I cannot stand it. But you can't have that separate music. the two things. Like, yeah. You can't and like other people hate it. Like, you know, I'll get a lot of complaints from, like, you know, different smaller people. Like, sometimes women will come to me and be like, you have to stop these guys from moshing. And I'm like, I want to more than anything that you could possibly imagine. But trying to stop them will usually get them to go harder. And <laughs> my, par- my, my parallel to that is trying to get people not to do coke at a comedy club. <laughs> Can you believe? Can you believe that people are doing coke in the bathroom? Can you believe this? I gotta put an end to this. This is shocking. <laughs> There's no way. This is shocking. And it, was, so and it wasn't like my thing, it. right? Like it was like you know the one thing that wasn't my thing. But it's like, like it wasn't my thing. Like I'd just be like smoking joints outside or whatever, or like you know having like a dozen drinks. But I fucking found people doing coke and shit. I'd be like, this is shocking. Shocking. <laughs> I cannot believe this. Yeah. In this hallowed institution. I would. Uh, I could you never know, Casa, remember, you, ever see, you see Casablanca? You ever see Casablanca? No, not recently. Never. So, but it's like this American running like a fucking bar cafe like in Morocco during World War Two ish. Yeah. And so you got like French soldiers and you got like Nazis there and shit and like, and the French soldiers are kind of like in the pocket of people and there's bribes and blah 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 blah, and like. But the guy's running, he's running, like, a fucking, like, bullshit, like, casino out the back of his place. Like, a roulette table, a couple card tables, but it's all, like, you know, on the download. It's all, like, not legit. And there's a raid on the place, and, like, and like the, the French captain or whatever goes, I am shocked, shocked to find out that there's gambling ca- happening here. And, like, as somebody is giving him his, like, winnings in an envelope, and he's like, oh, yes, thank you. So, it's, yeah, it's like. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. what it is. Shocked. I mean, you have to sort of, you have to accept it, and, like, you have to, like. Well, I mean, you don't have to accept it, but you'll drive yourself crazy trying to stop it. Yeah. Like, I'll see three guys go into, like, one bathroom stall, and, like, we have big open bathrooms. Yeah. You can see yeah, there's everybody no, there's going no to use bathrooms. There's no discretion, bathroom. yeah. There's, and you'll see three guys go in, bang on the door, and they'll come out, come, and they'll be mad at you. Yeah, bro. Like it happened last <laughs> week. It fucking happened two weeks ago. <laughs> like, I banged on the door, and then, because I saw three dudes going to the same yeah. stall, and I pointed at my bouncer, and I was like... In like literally thirty seconds, three guys are gonna come out of here. Yeah, and he, so he's waiting, and they come out, and they literally come out screaming, "Who's banging on the fucking door?" Well, that's what you get for making good bathrooms to do coke. In. <laughs> And the guy was like, the owner was banging on the door. He's like, what are the three of you doing in there? He's like, what do you think we're doing in here? He's like, there are no rules. <laughs> Fucking just spit in my face. Dude, for fuck's sake. Uh, that's what like, you get. There's a reason you did it in a bathroom stall, boys. Like, <laughs> That's why you, it's your fault for making a bathroom, a great bathroom to do coke in. I can't. Like, I that's, can't. <laughs> that's like. But like at the end what of the day, there's it? only uh, so much you can do. Like you the, Before was... Before it became Blurry Bar, the vinyl. Vinyl, oh, God. No, but the but the bathrooms there were just like, dude, 
like it's like one bathroom that's like a small bedroom, including like a couch and a like sink and a like. Wait, there was a couch in that bathroom. But like a like a single, not a couch. What, like Benny? A, what are we talking about? Vinyl. Like yeah. in the, when oh. they had the long. Remember when it was just the three, yeah. the three yeah. long ones, and there was like single high back chair. I actually know what you're talking about. There was too, a like single high back chair in the bathroom, <laughs> in addition to the toilet. It's still only one stall technically, <laughs> but I was like, they're just embracing it at this point. I'm like, when there's an additional chair in the one. Seat bathroom. I was like, you're just like, well, if you can't beat them, just yeah. make them as comfortable as possible, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, but like, I try to be as like strict on drugs, especially. Like, oh, once dude. drugs start coming through, then like drug dealers come through and it becomes a whole big fucking problem. Yes. Well, it's it's bad. So you have it's to like. So that's the one thing where you always have to be on. It's bad news on every account. Like, first oh, yeah. of all, if you're if you're dealing with the drug dealers, you now have this weird crime element that you need to deal with all the time and then as soon as drugs get involved like just a shitty ambulance call when someone overdoes it is like another nightmare like you're just stacking up headaches the minute you're not zero tolerance about that shit like yeah and like we take steps to like you know uh to be good first responders yeah we have that stuff that you sort of inject up in people's noses like my my wife my wife my girlfriend of eight years who should be my wife uh, she, oh, her sister, here first kids. Is the proposal? Yeah. <laughs> is this happening? Chris, hey, babe, listen, to, uh, listen hey. to Go Plug Yourself you 199. Fast forward to minute 40. <laughs> like, but her, her, her sister is a, like a, a nurse, and she was like, here, take all these things. It's better than the, the needles that they try to train you with. You shove up their nose and do whatever. Yeah. I'm like, That's what is that? Like, what is it? Like, what's, what's, what's putting you in their nose? Is it like smelling it's like, salts? It's like what yeah. they hit, um, like what they hit Uma Thurman with in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like, except it goes up their nose. To the heart. Yeah, but, uh, but this goes up their nose, and they breathe it, and like, yeah. it saves their lives. Is it like, you know, a, it's like an amyl nitrate? Just like, like the Connor Thompson does spray. and shit? Like, oh, okay. Yeah, because <laughs> you have a bunch of open nerves up in your nostrils. Right, 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 right. Like, it won't save you, but it'll, it will prevent you from like dying for the next like 20 seconds yeah, it'll like sort yeah. of like yeah get you to come get, get you to come around a yeah. little bit right yeah. like yeah exactly i had uh, enough time to get to a hospital <laughs> it's it but despite like having all these things i don't like being responsible for other people's shitty decisions yeah, no i mean does. also just just putting it out there just because you have a thing that you can shove up uh, a guy who's overdosing his nose doesn't mean you want to no i don't <laughs> want but like yeah, I just because i have these things I, I yeah no i still wouldn't want to have to do it like no. i'll have them to be responsible and keep them in check i don't want to deal with that I'm begrudgingly doing at this my job <laughs> like i don't want to yeah. yeah i had an ambulance take away a guy at my fucking christmas party that fucking sucks <laughs> that fucking sucks at my christmas yeah. party my work christmas party like no, I mean, like, and I understand, like, I sell booze. I sell a drug. Yeah. I understand that. But I have to be responsible for it, and there are repercussions if I'm not responsible for it. If somebody's doing fucking God knows what, they're yeah. doing blow, and there's sort of fentanyl in it, or God knows what's in there, mm-hmm. and they, get, they OD, like, I don't like that responsibility. I hate it. Yeah, and just and you're like, and somehow it becomes your problem because you own a bar, and you're like, no, that's not my problem. Get out of here. I didn't sell it to you. Yeah, exactly. And I told you not to do it. Yeah, but I'm still responsible for your but safety. But then you made those roomy bathroom stalls. Get them narrow. Narrow and uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have one of those weird sloping toilets. That yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like those toilets <laughs> that slope forward there that they're putting in in like Germany or whatever. What's that for? Is that like to, to, so you can't to, do like lines and shit off of it? No, it's so that you're uncomfortable so you don't stick around too long. Oh. Just yeah, in general. Yeah. I thought it said you can't do lines off. I'll just take the back <laughs> of the toilet seats off so they can. That's <laughs> smart. Yeah, then you'll have all these like fucking crusty punks taking like upper deckers in your fucking. Toilet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can't win. That's, there's that's no winning. A, that's, an an there's no winning. To, that's an invitation to someone shitting in your. Yeah, in there's the, there's yeah. no winning. The tank. What? Oh, what's the commode? 
Oh. Commode is the right word. No, commode is the name of the whole thing. It's not. That's not. A commode is just another name for like a toilet. That's not. I thought it was specifically the tank. The tank. Don't take know. the. Don't look it up. We're gonna deal with this later. <laughs> when you deal with your. Next don't look it up. So, uh, are you guys bringing back your uh, turbo times? Uh, I've had a couple of people interested in doing it. Uh huh. But honestly, like you have to have somebody who's really motivated and really committed to doing it. Doesn't sound like you. Uh, like it's not something that I want to add to my plate. Absolutely right. not. Like, uh, like Raymond, who was doing it before, was this is before he had like two kids and a house, and he was like, I'm all about it. And right. Now he's got two kids and a house, and he's like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna organize this. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. I got enough things to do. Walter, you want to organize a uh, like an arts uh, community festival thing? I'm in. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Good. So you're, you're just trying to run the venue, I guess. Is Are you guys still doing stuff with Brunch Club? Uh, I mean, I know that Sasha's back. Is I she? Uh, yeah, I've ran her a couple of times. Uh, but no. We were doing the Arts, Arts and Laughs, Laughs for a bit. Yeah. Which also happened, used to happen at Comedy Works, so <laughs> we've both worked with Sasha. But comedy's weird. Like, comedy. Yeah, sure either, is, eh? <laughs> but, like, as a, as a venue, you have to be doing it. Either all the time or don't do it at all. Yeah, I've noticed this. Like you can't, you can't put your dip your toes in because like before I've noticed for the limited time that we did do it with. Uh, when you do like spot shows and Brunch shit, Club. like it's yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I had a, I had one guy at a at a you know bar that I was doing shows at and say to me like because I had done a few shows there he goes well how does how does the comedy nest do it and I'm like what. Says, how does the uh, the comedy nest? So I'm like, you know what the comedy nest is? It's a comedy club. It is a comedy club. And it's like, if you would like to do what the comedy nest is doing, you can like give me one hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> like, and I will make a like, comedy club. Change your fucking current bar into a full fledged, you know, full time comedy bar. Then we can talk. It's like, but don't expect me. And it's like, we're talking about like. This guy basically wanted me to do, like, a bunch of comedy shit, but, like, with no, like, upfront budget or, like, and just, like, and I'm, like, I'm, like, I am not going to run, like, a fucking comedy club for you on, like, door deals alone with fucking, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no, you know work. how the comedy nest does it? It's, like, sustained, like, success over years of, like, spending every, money on advertising and premium fucking American every, comics. Every night of the week you travel. Comedy. And it's a comedy <laughs> club. I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> like, yeah. this is not. <laughs> That's it. And people, people always try to sell me, like, oh, we'll do a comedy night. Like, that's not how comedy works. Yeah, it's, it's also, like, yeah, but you can But seriously, can't... I have a couple really good ideas. <laughs> I think I could actually really turn things around. Exactly. <laughs> Tuesday night, comedy spots, Walter. Oof. Bringing no, it. No. Like, those Tuesday, are... what a great night for comedy, Tuesday. Mm. Yeah. No, it's brutal. It's brutal. But, like, unless you're doing comedy literally every day, and that's what you're doing all the time, yeah. don't bother. So we're recording a podcast. Is, I think you would, actually, you would actually be able to get... You could actually have successful comedy events there, but again, you get back to the problem where it's like you'd have to book somebody with like such a like a big name recognition. And what's the capacity of the place? Um, standing in the venue side, Let's say full, like full with standing room. Like, what? How many people? Full can you standing room on that one side. We cut off at one thirty. One thirty. We could that's, technically that's put one hundred and seventy-five in there. Ooh, that'd it be becomes, tight. Yeah, it becomes dangerous at. It becomes dangerous at 175. Like, we've done 160, which is fine. Like, people can get out. 
your you still have some wiggle room, but like above and beyond that. It's, yeah. So one sixty. Let's say one sixty. Yeah. So you could put like a good comic in there that has like a, like a draw, like a, like a name draw on them, and it's like, and that's like you know a good good size venue for like a comedy show and shit, like one hundred thirty people. Like, but that's like, crowded. That's standing though. Right? That's standing. No, yeah, yeah. Like standing at comedy is weird. No. What about seated? What's the seated? Now I'm just like, see, now I'm just booking a show. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. I'm like now I'm asking, uh, what's the seated capacity? We could do. Can 80. somebody work the door? What? We could do eighty seated. Eighty. That's nice. <laughs> that's no table. Festival? <laughs> No, it's it's it becomes. Yeah, that's bad. no tables. That's that's like set up like, auditorium style. Exactly. Yeah. We do five questions. Sure. Unless there's any, well, like so before we jump on that, uh, is there anything <laughs> you want to plug on Turbo House just in general? No, come just out? come, just come to the bar. It's a bar all the time. Yeah. It's usually don't not. Don't do coke. It, don't do coke. Don't <laughs> fucking shit on the floor. Don't shit it's on the floor. It's usually a bar. <clears throat> it's actually always a bar. No shirt. And no shoes. No coke. And sometimes it's a venue. It's not as was, was the place above Lowick ever a bar, or was it always venue? No, it was a social club. That's okay. a whole other thing. Whoa. Yeah. Like, we had to do some serious uh, wiggling. Finagling? Yeah. <clears throat> because in St. Henry in the southwest, for some reason, you're not allowed to have a liquor. You're not allowed to have a bar on the second floor of any building. Unless oh. it's a continuation of, of the, the first floor. First floor, yeah. It's so weird. But since they weren't, because the way that the place was shaped, the fuck's up with that rule anyway? They said something about bikers. They were like bikers. I was like, okay. I uh, maybe that. you could do like shady stuff on the second floor. I think I don't know. no, but I think that's probably what it was. There was probably a lot of places that had like like bullshit, like shady bars. On yeah, the like second like floor sketch now. stuff up on the second floor. Yeah, and like we were doing sketchy stuff up there. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were part of the problem. I was there. I, I remember being there like till 7, 8 in the morning all the time. Yeah. Like I would never do that at our current spot because we're on the first floor and there's two big windows. Like I'm like 345 guys get the yeah, fuck yeah, out. Yeah, Stop. Everybody some, gone. Some policeman's going to be knocking on your window yeah. otherwise. But like. before it was like whatever. It's 7 o'clock. I've got no booze left. I'm like. I'm and you like lock the door. Let's keep going. That's it. But there's no windows up there, and you could blast the music because it was a concrete box, and it's like. So you discovered why that rule exists then. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You were just sort of like, why is this rule? Oh, okay. it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were a social club, so we weren't allowed to be open all the time. We were only allowed to be open during events, yeah. and yeah. only members can come. Like that Buena Vista deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And like Cass is the same way. Yeah, yeah, Sal is yeah. the same way. But Not like Casa Salas. Uh, Sal only Sal members can come when you have a show. Yes, but join temporary each, memberships. Uh, member is allowed to have a hundred guests, and you do not have to disclose who your guests are. Oh, so somebody comes. I'm a guest. Uh, so you I remember be, you're a hundred people on the tap. That's it. This is probably the Wheel Club gimmick. How it's like members only and stuff like that. I'm sure there's some. They're they're operating some bylaw. Yeah, and the good thing about being a social club is that you don't have to pay. Just no one cares. You don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, but you say no you don't taxes. Yeah, because you're not for profit. Hey, I guarantee you that's the social club. Uh, social club. That's the wheel club situation. Let's talk off podcast about this. I'm just saying, like, what the capacity of wheel club? Said, is let's talk off podcast. I'm saying the capacity <laughs> of the wheel club is 200. Yo, Bazaar Blue are coming back to the wheel club for a fabulous <laughs> Valentine <laughs> Valentine weekend show. No, but you know what I mean. Are you, you have the two regulars at the bar. They're members. Everybody else is fine. No, they actually have a, a decent amount of members. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, but at any given night, that covers 200 people yeah. as guests. But, so like, Turbo House I, would also have, like, we'd have a, a yearly party where we would Members give only, baby. And we would register new members. Everybody would get free beer and pizza, and they would come, and they would give us 25 bucks because you had to charge right. to be a member. Yeah. Like, otherwise, the government would be like, yeah, you're lying to us. 
But you're like, no, we work. have a membership book. Yeah. We call it the Book of Lies. <laughs> the Book of Lies. <laughs> Followed after no means Call no. back. <laughs> and that's yeah, how it But now you're a legitimate bar. I'm very legit. Oh, fuck, are we legit. Super legit. Uh, five questions, Walter. Five questions. Shoot. Question one. It's been a while. I know. I want to see what you got. Uh, what you got in that memory? How many churches have you burned down? How many churches have you burned down? No. Uh, oh, help me out, help Norwegian me out. Norwegian black metal bands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, none. But we had to stop one band from playing because the Montreal chapter of the Antifa were like, these fucking weirdos from God knows where are Nazis, and you can't have them. Or we're going to come to your bar, Whoa, and we're so going to punch again. your face. You had an act book, that, and the Montreal branch of Antifa said, no, no, these guys are fucking So racist. you accidentally booked fascists. I was, and it was a friend of mine who booked it. And it's like... How did no, that happen? Like, I like, mean, it's Norwegian black metal. It's all about trees yeah. and witches and being fucking losers. Yeah. So I was like, this is just like... It's Norwegian. just nerd music. This is a bunch of nerds. <laughs> were they legit from Norway? Yeah, I think they were from France, actually. Okay. And then so there was a buddy so of mine... they must have been racist. Yeah, but and Norwegian. a buddy of mine was booking it, and he was like, yeah, no, they're fine. This is normal. And then these Antifa guys are like, no, here's literally 20 different documented cases. Were they right? I didn't even care. I was like, just don't come. Just, just don't, don't come. come. Show's yeah, like, over. Cancel the show. If your show's going to get protested, but doesn't part of you be like, I do want to see this play out? <laughs> yeah, but at that time, I was trying to also make like a you know, $100 a plate wine bar work downstairs. I can't have like 50 Antifa guys throwing rocks through the windows calling us Nazis. Yeah. So I was like, check, done, not happening. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Show's canceled. Like I was told like this one guy I had booked like when I was at work. So, like I this one guy booked and then couple people start messaging me like a week or two before the show being like this guy was on trial for this and for like for like sexual assault and the waitress at this other bar and stuff and Ooh. i was like Egh. and then like a couple one of the comics is like i'm not working this weekend with this guy and i was like well i'm canceling this guy and he was like and he's like dude what the fuck man why are you can't and i'm like here's hear me out this is not per- like this is this does not reflect my personal judgment upon you whatsoever. I do like the last thing I need is fucking people protesting a fucking comedy show. It was the same thought. Like yeah, yeah. like I was just like, I don't know what you did and didn't do, man. I don't I'm, give a I, shit. I'm not the I'm cops, not, and I'm not saying shit about it exactly. And I'm sorry. Like I'm 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 sorry that your your fucking booking got taken away. But no, I'm not dealing with this. But a big like, part of me would still want to watch it play. <laughs> but then again, I don't have the vested interest in its success. Yeah, I did another show for this band called The Whores. Okay. People got really mad at the name, and that that was a bit fucked up because they were like threatening to like fight the band and like fight the staff and like this whole thing. It was like, just based on the name. You're like, what yeah, but they're the super hard left wing dudes. But th- but that's what I'm saying. I was like like as someone who like grew up listening to a lot of like like punk and whatever else like that. I'm like, yeah, that's it's pretty mild. Pretty normal. <laughs> you know what I'm like? I'm like, and most likely they're prop. Like I did not know the band, but I was like. Probably progressive, like left wing, like anti authoritarian. Oh, yeah. But situation. there were three white dudes, so like it becomes an issue. And like when you own a place, you have to take other people's feelings into consideration. I yeah. learned a lot from both those situations where it was like, just because I think it's okay doesn't mean that. Well, you still want people to show up every week. Yeah, but I also <laughs> want them to feel safe, and I don't yeah. want people to feel like I'm not, I don't care about that aspect of, of safety. Like, I care about people not burning in a fire. Yeah. I care about fucking people having winding upstairs to use. Like, that shit's really important to me. And I, this also has to be yeah. something that's important to you. Otherwise, somebody can get hurt. Yeah, we should ask about, uh, 
What's her name? Were you there the time that our mutual friend what is it Kate Eric? Was it, was it like oh Eric yeah, Kate? you he chopped off Kate's finger. Oh, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a rule that if you come with ten fingers, you have to leave with ten fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like exactly. I worked That's with it. Kate. Like I spent, I spent like three months working with Kate this year. Like at, a, at a, the toy company she was at, and because he chopped and, off, and we talked finger. about this, and she had like, and we, and I was yeah. like, "Yo, fuck." <laughs> we used to have this bar, like you know, those, yeah. like bar things that would go down. Yeah. Your finger was just resting there, and it fuck it. And the thing must have been like thirty pounds, just like boom, boom. And her finger got like sliced off. off. And the bartender at the time was like, "Ew, what's that?" And she threw it in the garbage. Someone had to fish <laughs> her finger out of the garbage, man. But did they reattach or no? No. Luckily, the person who had taken on her case at the hospital in the emergency room was a plastic surgeon. Yeah. So he was like, zit, zit, zit. It looks fine. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had her on the show, and she like gave the whole thing. She was like, it was just pure fluke. Oh, yeah. That there was someone who could reattach the finger on staff at like 4 a.m. on a Saturday or whatever the heck it was. Question one. <laughs> How does the world end? How does the world end? I think uh, global warming and like some weird disease gets released, mm. and then we're all fucked. But like, sounds rele- good. But like, disease gets released, um, like some like bacteria is eating the ice there somewhere, and like Encino Man, except it's uh, a except super bug. Oh, so you think it's accidental? It's not like I was thinking like weaponized disease. No, no, no. It just happens. It just happens accidentally. And then like it starts up somewhere, you know, North Pole. Like a bad mix, something melts that shouldn't, something does whatever, and then you're like, oh no. And then we're all fucked. That's fair. That's pretty plausible, I think, actually. Yeah. I think bad. that's kind of happening now to us to a small extent. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're in theory. Good one. It's, Good it's, answer. Ha- it's happening to some anti-vaxxers. Like. Yeah, well, no, anyway. Question we're number two. We're doomed either way. We're doomed. <laughs> Question number two. Uh, what do you do to cheer yourself up? I uh, listen to ska. <laughs> I listen to. No, I listen to a Gotta lot do of like. Do a little moshing. <laughs> do some moshing. I hate Skanking. moshing so much. Skanking. <laughs> no, Skanking. I listen to really happy music. So I listen to like '90s skate punk that I liked as a kid, and that always brings a big fucking smile. Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Fucking like melancholy. No, no effects. No, no oh, all of it. And like people at work are like, "Why are you listening to this crap?" Because it's good, and you're makes stupid. Me happy. <laughs> <laughs> makes me. This is the only thing that makes me happy. That and sleeping. The greatest lyric of all time is "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> like just, yeah. just, just various woes. <laughs> like that's every every album has it. Yeah. <clears throat> I I get that though. Like so, like I forget what it was. We were listening to some music and like <clears throat> some like '90s playlist or whatever. But it was like a '90s pop punk playlist, and like. My buddy Pat and I like just like knew every song and like both of our significant others were like, "What is happening?" <laughs> They're like, "You guys don't listen to this ever," and we're like, "Yeah, but when it's on, it's the best." Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, like when like, Bouncing Souls comes on, like I'm the happiest dude in the room. Yep. Yeah. Walter, what's your cheer up music? What's my cheer up music? Yeah. Uh, Hotel California. No, no. <laughs> For me, I will. I would single. I would single it down to a single band. I I can cheer myself up by listening to Real Big Fish. There it is. Like just and because like extra because they sound so happy, but then their lyrics are also so like sad and angry. And that's what that's always like gets me in my like happy spot. I'm like they're so mad, but it's like Maybe uh, me first in the gimme gimme's actually. There it is. Sure. That's not bad. 
Um, they're still good, by the way. I, I wouldn't deny we saw that. Them in, we like saw them in 77 yeah, like, last year. Yeah, they were fucking great. It was so fucking good. It's a story that I'm sure we saw on the podcast, but we'll sell it again for Sergio. <laughs> there was a guy <laughs> who's sitting there, and he was, like, clearly, like, waiting for suicidal tendencies. <laughs> like, just this, like, dude, like, shaved head, like, whipped thing like arms folded muscle jacked guy yeah and then he just sort of like like every song he kind of like looks like angry and then like two three tracks in he like leans over to his friend and he's like dude it's only covers <laughs> and like i was like wow you do you do not understand what's happening right now. Uh, <laughs> that dude must have been so fucking yeah, bummed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Fucking just, and they're just like up there in like every <laughs> every track. It's just like another. <laughs> oh man! But like he was just like getting like more angry and more upset. Like, oh, dude. Uh, he just wanted to throw down. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I, I was like, I <laughs> then he broke a bathroom. I I think I, I, s- I saved a mild um, like disaster from happening at that seventy-seven because they had unanchored garbage cans. Was this last year? One was maybe 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 been a couple years. A ago. year or two ago, it was, yeah, it was either a year or two back. But they had like garbage cans, kind of like out in the dance area. They're not like anchored to anything, and they're just like filled with garbage. And a lot of people are coming in. And I was like, just like we're there and whatever. And I go to like one of the organizers. I was like, are you gonna like keep those there? They're like, yeah, it's like it's convenient. I was like, suicidal tendencies starts in like 30 minutes. Like I'm like those garbage cans are in the air with garbage everywhere in about 30 minutes. And they're like, <laughs> oh. And like I see like little like Evenko staff like run out and like grab the garbage cans out from the dance area and pull them all to the sides. I'm like, that's smart because those are not, those are not. He has st- a producing credit because <laughs> of this. Uh, no, from but like, but can you imagine? There's just loose garbage cans oh, in the middle of a suicidal tendencies pit. They would be like in the air and. Yeah, but there's like fucking security there and shit. I'm sure it would have been fine. No. I'm not saying that the guy wouldn't get kicked out, but those would. No, I don't think he'd get kicked out. But those things would be get lifted up and thrown so fast. I think your things, all those things, are a fucking disaster anyway. What's that? Those festivals are all a fucking disaster. It varies year to year, kind of like how much of a shit show they are. Sometimes they're like kind of like well done, and then like I I mean, Avenco does a good job. But remember that, like I think it was maybe five years ago for that Montebello Fest where there was the river. Every year the Montebello thing is fucked. Yeah, those are those are nightmares. Like I was driving Converge one time. People like like four or five people die every one of those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucked, dude. Like. Like, I was there, and they were like, why don't more people die at this? I was like, because they're, uh, they're, I'm a Quebecer, the good and will they're of, Quebecers, of, yeah. and, like, Quebecers have a way of just, of just yeah. not dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then still, four or five do. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, my heart stopped for three days. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm okay now. Was, must have been while, while I was watching, like, the half-hour set from fucking, like, Twisted Sister. Pennywise, man. Like, <laughs> fuck's sake. Oh, uh, like, <laughs> No fucking thank you. Sergio, uh, tell us about the first time that you remember lying to your parents to get away with something. First time. Or to try to get away with something. First time that I can remember. First time you told a fib to your parents to try to get away with something. Um, I can't. I can't. Does anything pop to mind? I can't really remember, but the first time that I positive my parents think I I told them a lie was uh, I was maybe 18 and I had come home from like my girlfriend's house at the time or some party and both my parents were sitting in the living room 
And it's uh, like the click, like the light turns on. Yeah, Hello, and Sergio. I, was, I came uh, in. No. But it was, it was not even that late. It was like nine o'clock. I'd just been hanging out with some friends, and they came in, and they sat me down, and they were like, and my parents are both from Portugal, both Portuguese immigrants, thick, thick guy accents. My mother sat me down. She's like, Sergio, we won't be mad, but do you like boys, or do you like? Girls. Whoa. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> Yo. So, and you're like, both of them? Yeah. And like, they were back, just sitting there. Back it up, mom. I was what? like, what is going on? And they were like, we won't be mad. That's, that's, that's pretty chill that they started that way. Yeah, like, yeah, we won't be mad. Like, Especially so for immigrants. So, like, parents? let's have this conversation. Like, your brothers were telling us that you like boys. And they told them they must they must have been dead serious. Oh yeah, exactly. It, it worked so well because they must have been like, "Yeah, Sergio, you know, like with some guys, what? Like I don't know, I don't want to judge, but like and it's they, what he's into." Uh, Dude, that's fucking great. <laughs> and then, and to this day, I don't think they believe me. I've been with the same woman for eight years, but they're still like they still there's still a doubt there. Yeah. I, I honestly they think, they think you're just trying to keep them happy. <laughs> that's a, she's my beard. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to upset my father because he does listen, but my mother passed away, and I feel that. I, she passed away and thought was not sure about my sexuality. <laughs> oh, <yeah, my> <laughs> <laughs> like, to her dying breath. My dad has said this to me as well. I feel like my way. mom was like, mm. my dad has said this to me. My dad has said this to me as an adult. He's like, you know, we weren't sure there for a while. I was like, Thanks, Dad. Uh, cool. But yeah, All right. Like my my mom was always like my mom would routinely check in to be like, like oh, like you like girls? Yeah. And she's like, only girls. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like I'm like I don't know. I mean like. For now, who knows what'll happen? Exactly, like like so far, yeah. But I'm not I'm not making promises, mom. And she's like, "This is what I'm talking about." But they were immediately down. They were like, "You just gotta let us know." Do you know, know, uh, like, that's you know cool. That's good. Do you know the stand-up comic uh, Mike Rita? Have you heard of this guy, Mike Rita? He's a no. Toronto comic. He's like uh, mostly known for being like a big stoner comic, but like he's he's a um, first-generation Canadian Portuguese parents. And he, he did the ethnic show uh, just for last year, a couple of years ago. And his, like, his shit about his dad is just fucking, like, stellar. Like, shit, and you should check it out. Like, introducing his dad to, to like, internet pornography and shit. Like, <laughs> dude, it's... Check, check, out, check that out. Mike Rita, you like him. Uh, Not just because of the Portuguese thing. Mostly because of the Portuguese <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just profiled them, bro. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> um, bro, you're Portuguese? <laughs> <laughs> Montreal Improv's... Dimitri Kiraz wants to know Has there ever been a moment where you failed so hard that you came out better for it? I mean Turbo House one. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> I wouldn't consider Turbo House one a failure. Ah, it's true. It they were all I would say just the band. Think in of general. how many people went to that fucking apartment building yeah, exactly. to go see shows. It was dangerous. At that fucking thing. That is not a failure. We had to like we had we had to open the second room for people yeah. to smoke. We had the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good, it was solid. I, I I'd say the band was like in terms of like how people would perceive like what success should be. Okay. I would say the band was the biggest failure that came out that we were turned out the best. But I wouldn't see it as a failure. But like my parents see it as a failure. Like people like outside looking in be like, you fucking went to Poland and you played to forty people. And you're like, like we went yeah, to Poland and we played to forty people. Did you go to Poland and play to forty people? You did it. You How many people did you play to in Poland? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. So you're saying like like the, the I guess the 
the sort of perception of like like trigger effects never made you rich. It never made us rich. We never got signed to like a yeah. label. Like, I mean, we had a couple of labels, but like it was never. We were never as popular. You're never supporting yourselves as trigger effects. No, and yeah. that and that sort of like in that way it was a failure. But it taught me so much about like just learning how to eat shit, like how to really work hard to get something to go the way you want it to go and then really changing what your concept of success is dude i made money for i made money producing comedy shows for the first time last year 20, 2019 and i've been producing comedy shows for a long fucking time yeah. <laughs> so so i relate to this deeply <laughs> like, yeah you have yeah. to like you really have to change your your mindset it's like okay i've been all over the world like i've literally been to like 15, 16 different countries. Yeah. Like, I, I've played... We've been arguing about this recently, like, me and the three surviving members of the band, of, like, how many shows have we played? And I think we've, like... We've settled at 700. Wow. Really? So that's, that's, that's the number. That's still not, like that, That's like, fuck, like, we had... Last year, we had, uh, we had Paul Gott on from, okay. from Ripcords, and he was, like, thousands... Like he was like, oh yeah, well he's been they've been together since I know, early, but I know, but, like, yes. but you know what I mean. And I was like, that's so crazy. Like when you think about it, you're like, think about like there's so few things you've done thousands of time, but he's played thousands of shows. Yeah. I was like, oh. but it just becomes like, whatever. I remember one time the last tour that we did uh, was we went to Europe. We did seven weeks, no days off. Flew home, had one day off so that we can get our stuff. And then went and did another seven like weeks. North American tour. Like. And then that was it. Like, that, that was our lives. Can, yeah. I make, can I make one very, very dark and potentially very tasteless aside <laughs> to go back to something you just said? I don't that, know. That, that just kind of sticking with me What's for a up? second here. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> and okay. I, apologies up front here. But, like, I, it's, a, it's a little bit funny. It's, like, very darkly funny okay. to refer to the rest of the band. As the surviving members of the band, yeah. Like, and obviously, if you're listening, if you're just listening now, yeah. Uh, you maybe if don't you're know that. If you tuned into the tuned into an hour ten into the podcast, that's how people listen to podcasts. And obviously, it was, you know, uh, how many, how long has it been since Nick passed away? I think it was. Uh, it's been like five. I think it's been five over years. five years yeah. now. And it was, it, which was, and it was awful. And and the the front man Nick yeah. Bevere of, of Trigger Effect passed mm. away. But I, it's. I, the only humor that I get from that <laughs> is to refer to the remaining band, mem, band members as the surviving members. It makes it sound like it's fucking like uh, like trigger effect. No, no, did it. no, but like, uh, <laughs> like no. not everyone got out of trigger. Uh, <laughs> like, 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 like Leonard Skinner or something. Like the surviving members, where it's like half the band like we has perished. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that was the Like we we used to tell each other all the time. The only way this is ending. Is in a fucking body bag. And oh God. There you go. And that's how it is. Like we would never. Like we'd still be definitely be playing. No, I'm, I have like zero doubt. Like and in my had, mind, like knowing knowing enough of you dudes, like I'm yeah. like yeah. Like even if you were like, there's there's nobody cares about trigger effect. We're like we still do. We still care. Like, we, don't <laughs> like, we will play to an empty room. And we just, had like a like an like an unhealthy like addiction to just like playing shows. Like there was dude, one some of those photos of like when you were been like someone's kitchen oh, and you're God like you're set up and you're just like a <laughs> mass of people just squeezed it around you're like why like you didn't have to do this you're like but we did, <laughs> but we did. <laughs> but we did we yeah. needed to play the show and like yeah. there was one tour we did we had I think we played 39 shows in 36 days oh, uh, that's crazy like, fuck it. 
Hey, uh, I got a gig to get. To. Let's wrap it up. Just about uh, wrapping it up. Uh, what question do you want to ask to our future guests? Uh, which, yeah, will be not not at episode 200 because we're not doing the segment in the same way. But so episode. But give us a question that we could ask. What question would you like Keith to ask? Could ask? What question would you like to ask to a total stranger? Walter might not be here for that. Walter probably won't be here. What Unless it's the person like he wants to, to talk to. <laughs> Unless it's someone Walter <laughs> likes. Um, yeah, how would you define your idea of success? For you, what would success be? How would you define... Good question. I have like a pretty solid answer for that, which is like... And it doesn't necessarily mean like, do what you love every day. But just like, cause that, that's bullshit. Because I'm like, even... When you get like, if you're, if I'm paid to suddenly podcast or write or do whatever, there's still gonna be shitty days. But I was gonna say that if you're, if like, if the days where you like wake up and you can support yourself and you're not like mad at what you're doing, I think that's success. Like, yeah. it's if most days you wake up and you're not mad at what you did all day. Like, if that's if you're working a nine to five job and then you have your side hustle that makes you happy or whatever. But like at the end of the day, wake up, wake up to go to bed. You're not like mad at what you had to do yeah. in an awake Absolutely. period. I'll go, yeah, I'll go. And you're supporting yourself in that. Whatever, and whatever you're doing with that time is like supporting you and your family and whatever. Like, I'll go, I'll go very specific kind of comedy producing example. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, put on a show that you're kind of three, three, four, is that three, three factors. Three. Put on a show that you're proud of or that you're like, that you're happy with, that you're like, you know the the, the the and then, what's up, Gerd? Gerd? No. Then I would say, be able to pay the acts, be able to pay yourself. Yeah. Bingo. That's it. Yeah. Touch that's it. But like, but the thing that I was saying is that like, not everybody has like a side hustle. Like, that's I talk, true. A lot of people don't. Like, no, but you know what I mean. But like, that, that's like one of, one of my one of my very good friends, uh, like has a corporate job, and his like definition of success is, I can pay all my bills have enough time to spend with my wife and play video games. And I'm like, but, but if you're nailing that, you're like, cool. <laughs> Fucking nailing. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, you go to bed happy every night. That's, and that's, that's it. Done. Yeah. So not saving the world. Not, not saving, saving the world. world. Gern, definition that, of success? It doesn't always have to definition be. Definition of success, Gern. What's your definition of success? Uh, to be slightly taller than everybody else in the world. <laughs> Killing it, Gern. Yeah, but you do it every time. Killing it, Gern. Nailing it. Gern gets it every time. <laughs> Uh, Did that get picked up? Gern's answer was definitely being slightly taller than everybody. Which he almost room. always is. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bunch of shit coming out of Turbo House. I guess go to Turbo House on Facebook and all that stuff. To What's see the best that? way for people to keep in touch? Turbohouse.ca. Yeah, Turbohouse.ca. That's Turbo spelled the traditional way. House spelled the traditional way. If you're German, like, or H-A-U-S. if you're into architecture. <laughs> House. <laughs> we actually have two German regulars who met there. And they were like, what is this shitty fucking name? Your umlauts are not even supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, You're yeah. a bunch of fucking Canadian posers. I was well, like, I love there's, the there's, fuck there's, out there's another point. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's, there's like, in certain books I've seen, the heavy metal umlaut is like allowed. And you're like, and it doesn't change the pronunciation. Because like in Motorhead, it doesn't change, change the it. pronunciation of Motorhead. It's just there for looks. Yeah. Like, blue oyster cult. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. It would, it'd be like blue or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna whatever. I don't care, because there's a show at Turbo House that we should plug. Walter, can I plug some shit. I mean, I'm gonna plug my shit. What are we too. gonna plug? Plug your shit. Go plug yourself 200 at Turbo oh, House. Oh yeah, Woo! at Turbo House. That's the yeah, that thing. Yeah. So we are doing. We're doing a comedy show at Turbo House. <laughs> hey yo, it's not a jerk. Tur- 
There's going to be live comedy. There's going to be interviews. There's going to be live music. Uh, Wait, who are you interviewing? We're, well, we're interviewing Sean? all That's of dumb. them. Everybody. <laughs> who? No. Who's going to be mad at you? <laughs> we've, inter- we, we've interviewed Sean on April oh, on the yeah? show. Yeah. No, so what it's going to be is we're going to have live comedy from Innes and Aya, uh, Chris Vendito, Lawrence, Lawrence Corber. They're going to do some comedy sets. We're also going to do interviews with them, like, on the fly. We're also having musical guest Sweetheart Grip, a.k.a. Sean from DFA and his wife uh, April. the great Sabatini and his wife April uh, who've come together to make this like spooky haunting acoustic project they're going to play a couple songs and then also talk to us for a couple minutes afterwards it's going to be a very uh, kind of like late night vibe where you're like comedy and then an interview with the person that you just saw so you're going to get to know the person and see them do their art it's going to be tons of fun 8 o'clock Turbo House pay what you can you can pay Walter directly. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Put <laughs> it in his pocket. That'd be fucking great. Uh, and you got a bunch of shit coming up. What's I got up? a bunch of shit coming up. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, Bowser and Blue. Bowser and Blue. <laughs> February. Uh, February. February. Saturday, February 15th. What's that Valentine's Day? Uh, that, that's Saturday. It's Valentine's Monday's Day well weekend. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day weekend. I'm calling it Valentine weekend. <laughs> Spend your Valentine weekend, it's a whole weekend with Bowser and Blue at Wheel Club on Saturday, February 15th. February 16th. Sunday, February 16th. Uh, I have a new bi-weekly starting of course you do. at La Samoir. La Samoir. Classy, oh. right? Yeah. The old port. Ooh. In the heart of the old port. Notre Dame and uh, Francois Xavier. A bilingual bi-weekly. Remember when you retired from comedy? Yep. A bilingual... <laughs> A bilingual <laughs> bi-weekly co-hosted by uh, Goofy Well Done. Oh. Um, and then uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh. Um, and keep your eye peeled for shit that's happening at Hurley's. Uh-huh. Where, you know, me and Vance got the uh, world's smallest there every Monday. Yeah. And uh, there'll be, like, new, uh, news on new monthly shows happening there. You're going to come back? You're going to be the showcase back? What's that? Well, no, we keep, well, those are still happening. They're just like. So world smallest every Monday and then world showcase every. The showcase every sort of month or so. And uh, last but not least, at some point I'll put an album out. Well, the thing that I recorded, the album that I recorded, that'll the come out at some salts. point. So correct. thank you. Thanks Is there for anything in particular here. you want to shout out or just Turbo House every no, night? No, just every, cover the bar. All night, every Come night. see me. I'll be there. I'm on there all the time. I was gonna say that's what you really want to plug is come to Turbo House when there's no event and you just give what well, then you give Sergio money for nothing. Listen, we'll listen to uh, <laughs> listen to fucking me Grip first skunk. to the Gimme Gimmies. We're gonna yeah. listen to Prince Play some play some Dr. Mario. My bartenders will be super mad because they all have really good taste in music and I have terrible oh, fuck taste. Music. They're just telling you, man. You know, <laughs> get them out of here. You're gonna you're, you're gonna own the place and you're gonna let them shit on your taste. No, I'm playing like, AFI all night. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I gave you some soap and love. Like, Total Immortal. Well, alien Ant Farm. That's such a good song. <laughs> Total, Can we get some like, Alien Ant Farm on? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Total Immortal is one of those tracks where people are like, I hate AFI. And I'm like, but, like, are you talking about, like, Sing the Sorrows? <laughs> or are you talking about All Hallows? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, here you go. All right, I got to piss. Weird <laughs> old AFI. <laughs> when I was 18, I was trying to sleep with a girl. She convinced me to shave that stupid Alien Ant Farm triangle to my head. Oh, no. And I did it like an idiot. And I still didn't get it. Oh, my God. I think that's a perfect ending point. Right there. <laughs> Sergio, thank you so much for coming out. Oh, it was a lot of fun. We'll see you in a couple weeks at, obviously, episode 200. Boom. Boom. Done.
Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.